Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. How y'all doing? We're trying to ease you into the weekend. It's Little Friday. That's what we call Thursday around here. Little Friday, huh? Getting our party started early. What's up? I'd like to, at some point, touch on Great Grandpotus on uh, Jimmy Kimmel last night. Uh, it wasn't terribly notable, but it was. Uh, it was, was notable. The point. The point was to not be notable. That's what's notable to me. The right. point of Biden going on Kimmel was to be able to uh, put away the conversation of he hasn't done a an, an interview in a hundred and blank days, setting a record. That's what. That's what the point was. And then to have no news come out of it is a home run win. It's a lot like you know, the wife says to you, hey, you don't help out with the housework enough, so you take one already cleaned and dried glass and don't put it in the it. cabinet. The, the, you, you sound like my kids. You sound like <laughs> my kids, like slowly folding two socks until I'm done with the project. Yeah. No, you don't get credit for having done an interview, Mr. Great Grandpotus. No way. So more on that to come. I've been aware of Matt Walsh's new movie, What's a Woman for? What is a Woman for? A couple of weeks. I happened to see a, a clip of it um, a while back, and it, it's quite good. I want to get into the trailer, which will divide into a couple of parts so Jack and I can maybe comment midway through. Um, I want to get into it because Matt Taibbi, who I who's substack, I'm a subscriber to, even when I disagree with Matt, he's thought provoking. He helps me understand my ideas more. Imagine that. Uh, anyway, it, it, he opens his piece, which is entitled. 
What is a Woman? A movie that should be reviewed more, for one thing. Uh, several months ago, he writes, I interviewed a feminist writer named Kara Dansky as part of the Meet the Censored series. He's doing this whole series on people on the right and the left who are censored or silenced or whatever, and it's, it's, it's good and it's fair. The piece was written and edited, but I kept putting off publication, telling myself each week the time wasn't right. In truth, I was afraid of dealing with blowback from trans activists. It was the first time I was scared away from a topic. I apologize to Kara this week, and I'm running the interview concurrent with this review. The point being, if even a serial gobbler of negative attention like me is nervous about publishing someone else's opinions on a subject, remember, just co-signing the infamous Harper's letter with J.K. Rowling ended up costing Substack's Matt Iglesias a spot at the company he co-founded, Vox. That means no one with even a theoretical link to left liberal audiences will want to go near this topic voluntarily. Such is the terror, I'm departing from the the text now, such is the terror of dealing with the insanity of some of the trans theory, queer theory stuff that's being floated around these days. Uh, At any rate, why don't we go ahead and dive into the trailer, What is a Woman by Matt Walsh, and we'll pause halfway through again to comment. Uh, Michael, it's uh, clip number 81, and the visuals are great. We'll have the whole trailer for you at armstrongandgetty.com if we don't already, uh, uh, but have at it. What is a woman? Can you tell me that? Well, you're at the Women's March. You must have some idea. Please, if if one person could tell me what a woman is. You are not here for women. We ask you to leave. What is that? I'm a husband. I'm a father for, I host a talk show. I give speeches. I write books. I like to make sense of things. A woman is not anything in particular. There is not one particular thing. It could be many things to many people. Some women have penises, right? Some men have vaginas. I like scented candles, and I've watched Sex and the City. Yeah. How do I know if, if I'm a woman? That's a great question. You're not a scientist. You're not a gender studies major. No. How do you know that you're a man? I guess because I got a dick. Can a man become a woman? <laughs> I'm not a woman, so I I can't really answer that. Women only know what women are. Are you a uh, cat? No. Can you tell me what a cat is? Do you want to tell us what a woman is? So it's important to know when he asked, do you th- when he asked, do you think a man can become a woman? And there was laughter. He visited Africa and was talking to uh, some particular uh, tribe, um, and I'm not sure what tribe it was. Uh, why don't we just go ahead and roll on, Jack, unless you have anything to interject at this point? That is a pretty interesting angle right there. So the um, <clears throat> native peoples of various parts of the world that were supposed to respect their cultures and everything like that, which I do, I'm perfectly fine with, are yeah. clearly transphobic. Oh, yeah. They, they thought it was laughable, the notion. All right, clip 82. I'm a biological woman that medically transitioned to appear like a male. I will never be a man. And so they go on the internet and they're told that all their problems will be solved if they become a man. So you worry that there there could be a sort of social contagion element of this? A teeny tiny bit, maybe. It got me at 42. Your child doesn't have a chance. And you're a 
confirming it with hormones that have never been used in this way. Puberty blockers, which are completely reversible. Completely reversible. One of the drugs used is Lupron, right? Which mm -hmm. has actually been used to chemically castrate sex offenders. You know what? I'm not sure that we should continue with this interview. So you don't want to talk about the drugs that you give to kids or... How can they be removing the healthy breasts of 15-year-old girls? There are masculine girls. There are feminine boys. What are we going to do about that? Carve them up? How can this whole thing be happening, Matt? So there are a variety of voices, including uh, transgender people who say, no, I've, I've been changed to appear to be a man, but I'll never actually be a man. There are you know, all sorts of different people. What's striking about it, and there, we have one more clip, and I think it's another example of it, is... If he, in the most gentle and polite ways, uh, challenges anything these people say, they get red-faced and they say, I think it's time to end this interview. I mean, and he's as gentle as can be, just asking them, what do you mean by that? Or isn't that drug the same one as something or other? You say it's reversible. Uh, this study from the British Academy of Sciences says it's not reversible. I think we're through here. Which speaks loudly. Finally, this one. I think we played this back in the day. Matt Walsh uh, showing the poor judgment to go on Dr. Phil. But the point was to talk about this very question. What is a woman? 83. I wanted us to have a safe place to be able to talk about this. Part of me wants to ask why you care so much. I care about the truth. I care about children. I care about the women who are having their opportunities stolen from them. Is it transphobic to tell the truth. The interview's over. Let's turn off the cameras. Excuse me. They're fair. I just wanted to know what is a woman. And you're not going to find out. Based on what I'm saying, would you ever want to move to America? <laughs> they say no. Never. So I assume he's that. that's at the end there with... Uh, yeah. Yeah. And actually, for some reason, Hanson cut out of that uh, clip one of my favorite parts. Probably biased, Hanson. Probably bias. Yeah, he's an activist lefty. Uh, where Matt Walsh used the term the truth a couple of times, and this activist got crazy angry at him for suggesting that there is a truth, that even that term should be used in a polite discussion, which, of course, is a big part of critical theory, if, you, if you're familiar with that. Their idea is that nothing is true, only what you feel is true. Science is wrong. Two plus two equals five. The rest of it. Because once you convince people of that, how can you argue against somebody if they deny you the use of truth, logic, data, the rest of it? I want to hit you with just another couple of things Matt Taibbi said um, as an avowed lefty. Um, uh, da, 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 da. So uh, Walsh travels to women's marches, visits with women's studies professors, interviews doctors who perform vaginoplasty surgeries, and asks them all, what is a woman? The operative joke is none of these self-proclaimed experts on womanhood can or will answer the question. Years ago, when I first started publishing something, a paper you used to be with in Russia, almost every prank we tried worked, even the dumb ones, because officials in Soviet society had been raised in complete insulation from the practical joke and therefore bit on every hook. The specialists in Walsh's films are the same types of targets. Most are used to having their bullcrap rubber stamped and don't realize they're playing themselves. Uh, Walsh is a ham and a satirist, a creature we never used to see on the political right. 
the verbose absurdity of modern leftist thought, com- coupled with the astonishing absence of a sense of humor in the landscape from whence most of the extreme ideas has come, has willed conservative comedy into being. Walsh makes easy work of these pre-offended subjects. Uh, and it goes into, oh, Matt Walsh is also famous for writing and publishing a book called Johnny the Walrus which was the joke equivalent of walking through a wide open door and picking up an unguarded bag of money. The illustrated book tells of Johnny, who variously dreams of being a dinosaur and a knight and then a walrus. He puts wooden spoons in his mouth as tusks, only to have adults seize on the walrus fantasy and embrace it to the point where he ends up stuck a walrus forever. He can't change his mind because human walruses are real walruses. It actually became number one on Amazon's LGBTQ plus list until they, to their horror, realized that it was satire and then switched it to the politics and commentary uh, section of Amazon. Um, they mentioned that uh, an audience, uh, I'm sorry, uh, people who observed this were left to wonder why Jack, not Jackie, a book written and published in partnership with the adult political organization GLAD for children is not political and social commentary, but Walsh's leg-pulling accidental bestseller is. And there's more to this, but I encourage you to watch the trailer at armstrongandgetty.com and probably watch the movie. It's getting 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nobody is reviewing it. They're all pretending it doesn't even exist. And where does one find it? Oh, I don't know. Wherever, that, uh, yeah, I don't even know what that means in the modern world. You just Google it and it shows up somewhere and you watch it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Where do you find it? Fourth and Main. I don't know. What are you asking me? What are you, 80 years old? No offense to the 80-year-olds. <laughs> oh, boy. So I uh, just saw a headline on uh, ABC News I want to talk about, about the attempted assassination of a Supreme Court justice. Also, why was Hunter Biden walking around naked with a gun in his hand? That's a, I've never done that. Certainly not with a hooker in the room. And his finger on the trigger. Mm. So let's begin with uh, trigger safety. Who took the picture? And move on to the exposed wagon. Anyway, we got, more, <laughs> we got more on that and other things on the way. Stay here. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This is something that I thought was best for me and my family, and, um, you know, I'm very excited about playing, and obviously, you know, this is the first week, and, you know, it's just, yeah, something exciting, it's something new, and, um, yeah, I think it's great for the game of golf, and so, um, you know, that's why I'm here. I don't condone human rights violations at all. I, I, I don't think it, I, I, nobody here does um, any, throughout the world. And I'm certainly aware of what has happened with Jamal Khashoggi, and it's, I think it's terrible. I've also seen the good that the game of golf has done throughout history, and I believe that Live Golf is going to do a lot of good for the game as well. So why would we be playing a couple of clips from a couple of the best golfers in the world? It's a political story to me, not a golf story. Maybe it's a golf story for you, Joe. Uh, Yeah, it's absolutely a golf story uh, with some politics in it. Yeah, there is a new golf association, golf league starting up to compete with the PGA Tour, which is the not 800-pound gorilla, 1,800-pound gorilla 
in the uh, in the golf world, and it is financed by the Saudi crown. They're they're big on uh, golf tournaments in the Arab world. There are always multiple European tour tournaments there, so it's not that shocking. But some of the bigger names in the uh, PGA Tour have said, "Yeah, I'll come play for you," and the PGA Tour has responded by saying, "Yeah, you're suspended. You can't play with us anymore." So Joe Biden had campaigned on making Saudi Arabia an international pariah. That's one of the things he talked about coming out of the Khashoggi killing and all that sort of stuff. And now he's going to go visit Saudi Arabia and sit down with the guy who ordered that very killing to try to do something about oil and gas and all that sort of stuff. And he's going to kiss the ring and beg him to pump more oil. And you got uh, PGA <laughs> players uh, leaving the this league for that league. And uh, so I I just say Saudi Arabia is not quite the pariah a lot of people were hoping they would be after bone sawing to death the Washington Post journalist. Yeah. What are you going to yeah. do? Clearly. Yeah. Money talks, man. Money talks. See China. See Saudi Arabia. See Russia's relationship with Germany for the last however many years. Money talks, dude. And doesn't matter. Um. So you had mentioned this yesterday. The photo is powerful. Hunter Biden, completely naked, full frontal nudity, in what appears to be a hotel room with a hooker and a pistol with his finger on the trigger. I guess we don't know that the pistol's loaded. No. I never have done that. I'm not sure I could check any two of those four boxes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. Could you put any I mean, two I've of those together? I've certainly been naked. Yeah, I of mean, course. And I am a gun owner, so I've held a gun. I've had my finger on the trigger of a gun. I've never been naked yes. while holding a gun. So no, 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 no two for combo there. Have you ever been naked with a gun with a hooker? No, no. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. You know, memory's no. vague as I get older, but pretty sure that's sure. Ever <laughs> Have I ever been in a hotel? With a gun. No. Hmm. Anyway. So it's a heck of a lifestyle he had going there for quite a while. I assume he doesn't have that lifestyle anymore. Who was taking the photos, do you know? And these are some of the photos that came off the laptop, I guess. Who's taking a picture? Who's allowing themselves to be... As the son of a, you know, wants to be president of the United States, who's allowing themselves to be photographed naked in a hotel room with a hooker while you're holding a gun? Well, you got to remember he was strung out, Jack. That's true. Strung out. That's true. Um, you're not uh, thinking I, clearly my, when you're high on crack. Yeah, that's what I'm told. Um, I, I, my memory of the photo is fairly vague. Is the sex worker in question visible in it? Uh, no. <clears throat> or at least the version I saw, no. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that was too much even for the New York Post. Hell of a lifestyle, though. I'd Tends say. to wear you out. You don't look uh, so young anymore when you're living like that. Tiring. That's the way I would describe it. Tiring. Gas has hit $5 a gallon for the first time in U.S. history, although adjusted for inflation, that's not true. But average price of gallon of gas is, as of today, 5 bucks nationwide. So grotesque. And it's expected to go by most uh, your expert economists say it's going to be somewhere in the low sixes by the middle of the summer, which means it'll be in the low high sevens. Maybe eight for California? It certainly could be. I haven't heard anybody, and feel free to jump in if you have, I haven't heard anybody with any authority saying, oh, no, gas prices are going to abate because of blankety-blank by such and such date. No, nobody's saying that yet. 
Yeah. So our president went on at Jimmy Kimmel last night, coming off the lowest approval ratings he's had with a couple of different polls in his entire presidency, lower than Trump in some cases. Why'd he go on Kimmel, Jack? Because he had to do an interview, because it was starting to get a little embarrassing that it had been so long since he'd done an interview. Anyway, we'll play you a little bit of that coming up. If you missed an hour of the show, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Good to be uh, back, Jimmy. It's I thought maybe you wanted me to just stay on Fox all the time. <laughs> you know, they're very concerned that I might not ask you serious questions, so I don't want oh, you to... Know, I really ask serious questions. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I don't want to upset them at all. Do you mind if I ask you some serious questions? Because this is, um, unfortunately... I never mind having a conversation with someone really smart. Well, uh, Guillermo, maybe you need to take over. Right? <laughs> Man, does that guy sound old. That's why the President of the United States has not done a sit-down interview in whatever it turned out being four months. Um, you know, something that Trump never did, Obama never did, what no president has done, 
in the modern times, and uh, we all know why, and it might be perfectly legit. Maybe as Americans, we don't want him out there ad-libbing it very often. No, I I think, and this is such a strange circumstance, I can I could have never imagined myself uttering these words, but... Uh, the idea that the the president isn't accountable to the people and shouldn't do an interview and defend himself and his policies occasionally. I mean, he is so clearly declined mentally. It's probably better for national security that he doesn't. Right. But again, that's a shocking thing for me to say. Uh, he uh, he said a couple of things that were semi-notable. Uh, we'll bring to your attention. Go ahead and roll clip two, Michael, if you would. Uh, we were here in September of 2019, and one of the things we talked about at length was gun violence. And you said that we need to do something about this gun violence, particularly when it comes to our schools. And here we are, a couple years later, we're halfway through this year already. There have been, what, 27 shootings at schools? I guess, I mean, just to get into it, why haven't we done anything about this? Well, I think uh, a lot of it's intimidation uh, by the NRA. And uh, look, this is not your father's Republican Party. This is a, a MAGA party. It's a very different, a, a very different Republican Party. And uh, and so you find people who uh, are worried. I believe that if they vote for rational gun policy, they're going to be primary, and they're going to they're going to lose in a hard right Republican primary. So a couple of things there. Number one, uh, the NRA has not been less powerful in decades. Uh, number two, even liberal uh, news outlets. Jack uh, quoted one earlier. I can't remember it, uh, earlier in the week was that the New York Times or somebody said, uh, look, it's just you poll people. They say one thing. But when it comes to voting, it's the voters. It's not the NRA who are defending the Second Amendment. And the th- the third thing I want to point out is that whole uh, the MAGA, ultra MAGA, they're MAGA Republicans. That's obviously just one of the desperate talking points of the midterm. So, yeah. And let's see. What was the other one I liked? Oh, this one is worth playing for a specific reason. Number four, please, Michael. Can't you issue an executive order? Trump passed those out like Halloween candy. Yes, sir. It, well, I isn't did. that something that could happen? Well, I, I have issued executive orders within the power of the presidency to be able to deal with these, everything having to do with guns, gun ownership, whether or not you have to have a waiting, but all, all the things are within my power. But what I don't want to do, and I'm not being facetious, I don't want to emulate Trump's abuse of the Constitution and the constitutional authority. And, and so, and I mean that sincerely, because I often get asked, look, the Republicans don't play it square, why do you play it square? Yeah. Well, well, guess what? If we do the same thing they do, our democracy will literally be in jeopardy. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm not a joke. And I, I understand that argument, but also it's like you're playing Monopoly with somebody who, you know, won't pass go and won't follow any of the rules. And how do you ever make any progress if they're not following the rules? Well, you've got to send them to jail. Uh, you know, there's that little box directly to jail. The president is with us. Joseph Biden will be right back. Uh, That was actually a reasonably good joke there. It was unfortunate from the chief uh, law enforcement officer of the United (laughs) States. Yeah, but I just, it was what I was talking about earlier this week about how we all need to nice it up and we got to stop with the other side is everything that's wrong with the world. If we're ever going to get anywhere, I think, and having the president of the United States you know, basically state there, well, the other side cheats and lies, but we don't want to be like them. 
just I, I don't see how we get anywhere as long as we we keep we 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 keep having the, the, that attitude. So Al Anonymous, the physician's assistant, went ahead and did the research. President Trump issued 220 executive orders while he was in office, which Wikipedia includes uh, memoranda, proclamations, administration orders, determinations, notices, etc. If you look at all those categories in Biden's count, uh, Biden has issued 212 so far. So he's just eight short of Trump, but he's been in office for less than half of the time. So his claim, and he said, I'm sincere about it. I mean this sincerely, that I'm not going to tear up the Constitution like Trump did, throwing around executive orders. It's just it's just a lie. It's an out-and-out out lie. Well, Obama and Jimmy, with his pen and his phone. Come sure. on. And Jimmy Kimmel saying uh, Trump was handing them out like Halloween candy. It's been a growing problem, going back several presidents, both parties, that we rule now through executive order because Congress doesn't do its job. That is the honest political science view of what's going on there. Right. Congress on both sides of the aisle bequeaths their duties to A, the executive branch, and B, the courts. Cowardly. It's horrible. Uh, and then finally, this one. Well, at least this one. Uh, give me number six. This, uh, this is Joe Biden at his finest. I've Sorry. never been more optimistic in my life, so I'll tell you why. I, why are you so optimistic? No, it I, makes no sense. No, it does. <laughs> Look at the kids. Look at the young people. Best educated, least prejudiced, most giving generation in American history. Turn on the television. Now. Turn on the, no, I'm serious. Right, there's something to that. Yeah. No, I'm serious. You turn on the TV. Look at the ads. When's the last time you saw biracial couples on TV? When's the last time you saw the way? I mean, people are selling products. They do ads to sell products, and they sell products when people they appeal to people. What? This generation <laughs> is going to change everything. We just got to make sure we don't give up. There's an ability for us to do everything from inf- increase the, the, the access to education, health care. Look what we did in health care. All, all the talk about it. I was able to reduce people's bills about 400 bucks a month. It has changed people's lives for the better. Uh, no no so, question about it. So there's a it. lot of major uh. things we've done. Oh, the, the, that's funny. The biracial ads, though. So that's what happens when you get a guy who's 150 years old who was a senator back when that was a big deal, like in the 80s? Maybe the 90s, but I'm thinking it's been since the 80s that we've had biracial ads and seen as a big step forward. And you're sure. still hanging your hat on that as the, the sign that the young people are the future of this country. Well, we used to make uh, the joke about the sitcom America, how crazy different it was where every third character was gay. Well, in commercials, every third couple is gay and the other two thirds are multiracial. Um, but this was fine. I don't care, but it's funny that the POTUS would cite that. How silly. Anyway. But, uh, but, meanwhile, but, that, but again, yes. and it's, it, it's important you know this, the point of that interview was that, so Joe Biden has done an interview. That was the point. He didn't, he didn't want any news to come out of that. Our president is so old, he can't do interviews with actual journalists and, be, and, and face questions because his mind doesn't work that way anymore, which is not his fault. But we, we, well, and the previous one was a very friendly interview for, by Lester Holt during the Super Bowl. So we go from the Super Bowl to Jimmy Kimmel. That's his exposure to America's media. There you go. Our news media. Uh, so much more to come after a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security. Here's this story about Josh who uh, fell asleep with stuff in the oven. 
Uh, fire started, smoke came out, 95 decibel alarm woke him up. So you've heard us talking about Simply Safe home security systems, and you're thinking, yeah, break ins and burglaries and that sort of thing. And it absolutely does a wonderful job on that, but it also can sniff out fires and all sorts of threats. Yeah, well, I just I want to know if somebody's breaking into my home. That's the main thing I want with the security system. There's lots of other stuff that Simply Safe can do, but that's the main thing I want is I want I want to know if somebody's trying to get in, and I want them to hear something and I want them to run away. That's what I want, and you'll get that with Simply Safe for less than a dollar a day, twenty four seven protection. Uh, you set it up yourself in about thirty minutes. No long term contracts. It's just the best home security system out there. Simply Safe. Oh, I love that. No long-term contracts ever. No hidden fees. And you can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Be sure to check out that high-def night vision wireless outdoor camera. It is so cool. Go today. Claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with the interactive monitoring, which is world-class. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. We were talking about gas prices a little bit ago and what economists think. So gas just crossed $5 a gallon in this country for the first time. Not true just for inflation, but anyway, in, uh, in the uh, the actual dollars we're using. And um, uh, we're talking about how it'll affect the country. And turns out the Wall Street Journal actually has an article today on their website about that. Record high gasoline prices curbing fuel demand, according to analysts, economists, and executives looking at the numbers over the last couple of months. Drivers are now buying fewer gallons on each visit to gas stations. It's just true. But making more frequent trips to fuel up. That's kind of interesting. So is that a psychological thing? As in, I just can't put $120 worth in my car, I'll put 80 Or is that a, I don't have $120, I'll wait till I get paid? Yeah. Exactly. I, I think it's that I, I don't have as much as it would take to, or I can't comfortably spend as much as it would take to fill it up. I'm going to put in what I can comfortably afford and hope it gets me to my next paycheck. Higher gasoline prices account for about 18% of the overall inflation rate in April. So in April, inflation was 8.3%. Well, mm-hmm. about 18% of that is gas, according to economists. If only the administration hadn't systematically made it much more difficult to produce oil in the United States and its territories. I mean, that's that's it. The, the Russia thing, did that affect it? Of course it did. But I'm telling you, going ag- aggressively away from domestic production was devastating. Airlines are grappling with very high jet fuel prices, just like the rest of us are with our cars. And that's going to have an effect on anything that's, that gets flown anywhere, whether it's people or goods. Of course, diesel is very high, too, but it has an effect on every good that, even if it comes off a plane, it gets onto a truck at some point. Airfares rose 18.6% between March and April. Wow. Airfares were up 19% between Ugh. March and April. They're up 33% from a year earlier. Of course, that's a little misleading because we're in the still coming out of the pandemic. Um, but And are only going up. All these numbers are only going up. Food makers said the cost of transporting raw materials from farms and factories to distributors and retailers is up, contributing to higher grocery bills for consumers. Um, overall input costs will be up about 10 to 13% this year of making uh, snacks, said one of your big snack-making co- companies, with energy prices adding to the cost of transportation. So you add everything in there, so the, their own cost, of course, this goes against the you know, the story from 
Elizabeth Warren AOC that's corporations being greedy, but their <laughs> their costs to make their product are up 13%. Right, and they just realized they could raise prices if they wanted. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, speaking of the pandemic and economics and the rest of it, the question of when are people going to come back to the office full-time getting more and more complicated and more and more interesting to me. Okay, I want to hear about that, and uh, maybe next hour we'll get into some of the details of how Ukrainian soldiers are using these tools we're giving them. Like, how do they figure out to use this high-tech stuff? Well, it's pretty basic, man, pretty basic. That and other stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I feel like I'm going crazy. I just watched another one of those videos. This one's out of Washington, D.C., of people robbing a, uh, a giant food grocery store. They're just they're they're shopping. They're just shopping quickly is all they're doing. Yeah, just just armfuls of stuff into the aisles like they're buying all the 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 big downy detergent stuff because that stuff's expensive. 
and uh, you know, for its size and probably easy to sell. And they're just loading up. And here's somebody, an employee, just walks by them while they're while they're stealing. They got face masks on. And as the person who put this video out says, there's a, a security guard and cop out front of the store, and they're they're not doing anything either. I don't even know what's going on anymore. That's why I feel like I'm going crazy. I just I don't even know how to react to that. What are you supposed to tell your kids about the world? Civilization's breaking down. Arm yourself. I don't know. What Got the Supreme hell? Court justices being threatened by assassins, and the mainstream media shrugs its shoulders. Well, he's a conservative. Who cares? That's crazy. We cannot uh, prosecute our way out of the desperation that we have. Yeah, these guys, these people loading up their carts with uh, like a hundred bottles of woolite. That's the desperation of the imbalanced economic system is what that is. That's exactly what it is. It's uh, income inequality. So uh, speaking of earning your income, I thought this was so interesting. It's an article in the New York Times. Seeking a return to offices, bosses lost leverages. Lost leverage. Employer plans have played out like a game of chicken. Now workers are rebelling outright, and executives are trying everything to make the office worth it. I'm just going to read part of this to you. I love all the examples. Although it starts with this guy who works at NBC Universal. Uh, his boss on a recent video call said, "Could members of your the team please show up uh, on the few days a week that you're expected to be in the office? We have a plan." Rebellion ensued. Mr. Kime, a senior creative director, took himself off mute. I was talking about how it was insane to ask people to come in more often with COVID raging, he recalled. And this is like recently. Okay. So several times in the article, uh, well, I don't know, COVID rates are up, comes up. I say that is either bull crap from people who just don't want to go to work, which is a, a sentiment I can sympathize with, or... It's the paranoid lunatic fringe that is just boogity, 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 afraid of COVID and has been since the beginning. <laughs> Other employees then jumped in to share the reasons they did not want to go back to office, the office, child care, rising gas prices, COVID-19 rates. Uh, it marked a new phase in the return to office conversations. It's kind of a Wizard of Oz thing, Mr. Kime said. In other words, his team realized there was no all-powerful being forcing their attendance. There was only a man behind a curtain or a Zoom screen. As much as we grumbled about going back to work, we all understood that it was going to happen. But the second we started going, we, re- we realized how silly it was, mm. he said. Mm. Now, this is interesting. Optimism about returned office plans is abating. When asked in early last year about the share of workers who would be back in the office five days a week in the future, uh, executives said 50%. Now that percentage is down to 20%. Really? According to a recent survey from the consulting firm Gartner. Did not know that. There is a certain uh, feeling of you show up and think, why? What, what, am I, what have I accomplished by being here? Yeah, that I didn't accomplish sure. yesterday being home. Depending on the gig, obviously. Sure. They point out that the vast majority of Americans, particularly those in the service sector and low-wage jobs, have been working in person throughout the pandemic, including radio, by the way. Um, but uh, the paranoid freaks don't understand that. Uh, but here's where they get to the truth. But those who are able to work remotely get attached to the flexibility. Well, what? <laughs> in a January survey, the Pew Research Center found that 60% of workers whose jobs can be done at home wanted to work remote most or all of the time. Why? Because of the convenience of your commute being roughly 10 seconds long? I mean, staying home, I think everybody realized that right away. I never really stayed home during the pandemic, but you add, geez, even if you live like like uh, like my family and friends mostly live in small rural areas, even then... 
you're 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 adding at least a half hour, forty five minutes to your day, and in bigger sure. cities, you're adding like three hours to your day to either work or enjoy your personal life. And and it's not only expensive to commute, but it's the least safe part of your day too, for what it's worth. A couple more examples I want to squeeze in before we run out of time. Uh, Apple recently suspended its requirement that employees return to the office three days a week. Uh, McKinsey, which intends at some point to set clearer norms around office attendance, uh, blah blah blah, for now is allowing individuals to set agreements with their clients and managers and figure it out for themselves. Google postponed its return to office plan for January, and by now, roughly ten percent of its employees have received permission to go fully remote or relocate. Intuit had at one point considered some kind of rigid return to office plan for its 11,000 plus U.S. employees, but instead allowed managers and teams to set their own expectations of which days Hmm. to go in. Yeah, I'm not sure that's ever going to work. Well, it'll work if I'm not coming in is working. (laughs) I mean, it'll work for those people. Uh, It's absolutely remarkable how much it's changed, really, in the last six months. Attitudes about when and how it's going to happen. Then you have Elon Musk, who says, hey, if you want to you insist on being at home, go pretend to work for somebody else, losers. (laughs) Yeah, you want to work at Tesla, you got to come in, he said. you got to work at least as many hours a week at the office as I do. Wonder how that's going to go? I don't know. Well, uh, everybody will find out, won't they? Fascinating stuff. So we send all this high-tech gear to Ukraine. How do they figure out how to use it? The same way you would, actually. Kick off Hour 3 with that on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.